afternoon, everyone. Hello, we're live on the air. This is Valerie Molyneux, president and founder of This Friends. And I want to say a pleasant good afternoon to all of you, wherever you are in the world today. This is Vit Friends. We are a vitiligo support organization supporting, encouraging, and sharing hope with individuals all across America. And today we're so delighted to have one of our newest friends. And so before I go there, I'd like to let you know that I'm located out of Boston. Vit Friends is out of Boston. Today it's uh, July 31st. Uh, very last day of the month of July, and we're excited as the summer quickly uh, goes away. We're going to enjoy all there is of summer. Uh, today it's a beautiful 77 degrees, which means that it's not very hot. It's just where we love it to be. And so we're enjoying the temperature here in Boston. Uh, for me, it's big celebration in about eight days. In eight days, I'll have a big birthday. And so that's all I'm going to tell you about that. And so anyone else celebrating birthdays this month, I know Kerwin, we met him in, in um, Washington, D.C., and his lovely wife, Joy, we talked about it. They'll also be celebrating birthdays. So anybody else in the month of August? All my Leo friends, happy birthday, happy birthday, happy birthday. And so we don't want to delay because 30 minutes can go by quickly, and I want to introduce you to my friend, her name is Alicia. She is leading for us the Vit Friends group out of Minnesota, and we're happy to have her today. We're going to spend a little time talking with her, and then we'll signal to you when the line is open if you have questions for Alicia or myself. And that number, if you want to write it down now, it will be the number is 347 Three four zero nine one eight. Again, three four seven nine three four zero nine one eight. And we'll give you a signal in a bit when it's time for you to call in and just share greetings and just say hi to Alicia and myself. We'd certainly love to hear from you. So again, welcome to all of our um, partners and team members out there. Uh, we are saying uh, hello to you. And if you have a moment to call in and greet Alicia, please do that. Let me go now to Minnesota, where we'll hear what the mm-hmm. temperature is like, and we'll get to chat a little with my newest friend. Her name is Alicia. Hi, Alicia. Welcome. Hi, Valerie. How are you? <laughs> I'm doing terrific. And yourself? I am awesome. I'm excited to be on here and be able to, to talk to you and to reach out to others in the community. And yeah, it's, it's a beautiful day here in Minnesota. It's not too hot. It's sunny but not too bad and a beautiful breeze and it's it's kind of a perfect weather day for us here so we are enjoying that as much as we can too for sure mosquitoes aren't too bad so (laughs) good good listen we have to enjoy what's left of summer because before you know it the snow will be on us all right so let's oh yeah oh yeah yeah we get a little bit of it here (laughs) yes yes and your family as well so let's go in a little bit. Tell us a little about your vitiligo and how long you've had it. Okay. Well, I, I'm pretty much a lifer with my vitiligo. Um, my parents noticed it when I was a very small baby, probably around three months old, and um, uh, just noticed it in the diaper area. My my They thought it was a rash. Um, 
and took me to the doctor and you know, I, I don't know if I was diagnosed instantly or if they, it was a little bit later in my life that they knew for sure it was vitiligo, but um, it obviously showed up very early in life. So um, so I, I've kind of had a different experience with you as I've never known anything but it. I've always, always had spots on my skin. So um, it's, it's something that obviously I've had my entire life to to learn to accept it and to and to deal with it versus some of our friends who don't get it until their 20s, 30s, 40s, or even 50s. Um, hmm. Excuse me, there's a plane flying overhead. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. But how, was, little... how was your childhood? How was your childhood with it? My uh, we know that... childhood, yeah, my, my childhood was rough um, uh, for that aspect of it. I, I, I'm from a very small town in Iowa. We had about 1,200 people in my town. And mm-hmm. I never knew anybody or met anybody, probably not even until I was about 16 years old. So I never even saw anybody with it. So it was a very, very, very lonely time being a child and not having anybody else that looked like me. So I had a very good support group, though. I had a, an awesome family. Um, my parents always always treated me like any other child. My I had a mm-hmm. sister that, that helped beat up my bullies and was always there for me. Um, and, you know, and I had a good group of friends. So I, I did have a great support group behind me, and, and I think that was um, – that made a world of difference. So, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, what but, you know, uh, about did your treat, mom you – know, we, yeah, we looked out for you. You know, we went and saw a dermatologist, I want to say, when I was in later elementary school. Um, Uh I do remember going, so I was a little bit older, and and they talked about trying um, the light treatment where you had to do, you know, the painting booth thing or whatever, and and, um, it was a three times a week type of thing, and, and, you know, my skin, I I spread pretty quickly, so Mm -hmm. I had, you know, a good chunk of my body had already been covered with spots, so, um, but yeah, it was going to be every three three days, and... um, it was going to be, you know, nothing was uncovered by insurance, of course. And mm. the town I would have to go into was, you know, it was about a 20-minute drive. So not only wow. was it not anywhere near me, it was expensive, and it went, and it was time-consuming, and it might not even work. So it's I was to the point where, yeah, I was to the point where it's like, it's not worth it. I, I told my mom that. I'm like, I don't want to do that. Like, you know, I, I don't want to, I don't want that to be my life. So, um we didn't do it. Wow. We didn't do it. Wow. So we, we we had tried makeup. Um, we had actually yeah. gone to a uh, to a makeup counter at the mall. You know, like one of the fancy places that could do the fancy fancy yeah. makeup, and, and chatted with a lady. And she tried a cream on me, and it did blend well. It looked nice. And so, um, you know, the, oh, it's waterproof. You can you can take it when you go swimming, no problem. And there was this one time that. Um, we were on the market for a hot tub. We were going to go look for hot tubs as a family and you could go and try it out. And, um, <laughs> so we all go as a family, grab our swimsuits and our towels and we go to the store to try out these hot tubs. And Uh-oh. yeah, it was not waterproof makeup. It smeared all over the inside of these hot tubs. <laughs> oh, no. So my poor mother had to go in and clean up after the fact with our towel and try to clean up all the makeup off the hot tubs and oh my god it was <laughs> it was laughable. We've all been and, there. And, We've been there. Oh yeah, 
Yep. So I said to my mom, I'm like, I don't want to do makeup. This is ridiculous. (laughs) So apart from yourself, in your family, there's no history of vitiligo is what you're saying. As far as we know, there is not a history of it. I don't, you know, it's harder to tell with um, people with Caucasian skin because we could hide it a lot better. So, you know, it's not to say that in our history we might have had it and we just never saw it in the photos because they recovered it. Exactly. So we don't know for sure, but we do have the autoimmune in our background. There's there's quite a history of thyroid issues. Yes. Yep. Um, I have a a first cousin who who had childhood diabetes. Um, So there is autoimmune in our family. Mm -hmm. Now, as you became a teenager... And you know you do the prom thing and the dating thing and what what was that like? Did you you said you didn't wear much makeup after the the hot tub issue? So <laughs> yep. how did that go for dating and prom and all that teenage kind of stuff? You know, uh, I think by the time I hit my my teenage years, I had gotten a lot better at accepting it and um I had tried out for cheerleading in junior high and I had made the team and and that was like a huge confidence booster for me I started Mm -hmm. off wearing pantyhose at at at, um you know when when we had to go out in front of people because we had short skirts on so I I started off wearing pantyhose with it and I kind of got to the point where it didn't bother me anymore and I was like whatever so I think because I was front and center and like it was kind of like look at me this is what I got um, I think by the time I hit my 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 high school years, it would had gotten a lot better. And I just I don't know my I was always involved. I was always activities in school, and and again I just had a good support group behind me and a, and a lot of friends. So it, it helped a lot, you know, when I Can hit, I hit just high say, school. That was the picture that drew me to you. It was a picture of this. Someone bold and courageous to want to join the, the 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 cheerleading squad. I said, "Who is this chick?" <laughs> and that was the picture that drew me to you. And I just kept looking for your stuff every now and then. I'd look for your stuff on Facebook, but I tell you, that was the picture that yeah I, I found that to be courageous. That one would want to be a cheerleader. And having to deal with little I go, I applaud you for that. That was the picture that, wow, who, i got to find out who this girl is. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So you, you were courageous from way back then. It's not well, going to bother me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's not going to bother you know, me. I, right. And I, I think I just made it up in my mind. It's like I can I can sit there and hide and, and wallow in self-pity or – I can just put myself out there. And if people like me, they like me. And if they don't, they don't. So, um, yeah, you know, I I came from a line of strong-headed women. And, you know. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So did you feel the need at some point back then? Did you feel the need for a support group? Because, I mean, support group for what we've been hearing all along, they don't exist. They were not around when most of us were diagnosed. Did you, I know you had a strong support system at home, but did you ever feel the need for, are there other people like myself that I can connect with type of feeling? Oh, my gosh. That that would have been one of the most amazing things to have. If, if I could have met one person and talked to with one person that had it, 
it mm-hmm. would have changed, you know, it, it's, it's, yeah, it would have been a big difference. <laughs> yes, and I, so, and I think that's why all this is so important, is to help yes. anybody with it. So, yeah, that would have been a big difference. The importance you know, of support group. That's the emphasis we want to um, leave here today with um, anyone that's listening. It's important. They, support groups are important. Yes, yes. You know, you have your family, your friends, but support group where you can relate and talk to other people that are experiencing the same thing. Yes, we're needed. We're, we're desperately needed. Yes, yes. So, well, and, and, bringing and, it, and again, bringing I go it, back. You, you go ahead. I was saying, and again, bringing it back to people that um, where it's not as noticeable, I think they hide so much. And then to know that there's a support group, they might feel like they don't have to hide anymore. So um, that's where I'm trying to to get here in Minnesota. It's like there's there's so many of us that can hide it um, easier than others. And and it's it's trying to draw those people out. Like, you don't have to hide. We're here for you. So. Um, yeah, no that's more. Kinda... No more. You don't have to yeah. hide anymore. We're here. Exactly. We're here. Exactly. I, I applaud your efforts and I, I applaud all that you're doing. How did you stumble upon BitFriend? Um, hmm. <laughs> Initially, when I first joined, um, when I was on Facebook, is where it all started. Um, you know, Facebook can be. Facebook can be a fantastic tool, and I think um, there's you know, so many negatives about Facebook, but, man, there are some yeah. fantastic positives, and this is it. And initially, I think there was a, a group called, like, the National Vitiligo Foundation, which I don't believe is in existence anymore, but that's where <laughs> I first started finding people. And I, they had a page, and I started making friends with people on that page and, and just started, started posting stories and pictures and, and viewing pictures and kind of, yeah. Um, you know, and, and then finding like the support groups. I think I'm sure you are the one that posted saying that we have these support groups out there that are that are trying to go national. So um, yeah. I think that's where I kind of had stumbled upon you guys um, because there isn't anything that I know of in the Midwest. Um, you know, at the time I had no idea. So um, that's kind of where I thought if we can tag on to somebody that is national, besides what I was trying to start here. Um, mm-hmm. that would help us gain momentum, too. Well, it's yeah. an honor and our privilege having you now. Hearing about this rally, our planned rally in D.C., and I got this message from you. How did you hear about it, and what was your first impression hearing this kind of information that we're taking folks to D.C.? Uh, how did I hear about the rally in D.C.? Uh-huh. Um, I I believe it's just, yeah, what you guys had posted on Facebook of, of this was starting. Um, I know you did something last year in Boston, and right. I kind of kicked, kicked it around like, oh, I'd like to go, but, oh, it's just not in the cards. Um, and then when I heard there was one in D.C. and that you're going to be at the Capitol, it's like, oh, my gosh. I, I said to my I, – I was originally was like, oh, I don't know if I can go. I don't know if I can support it. I don't know what I should do. And then I kind of had like an epiphany one day at work and I texted my husband, Dominic, and I said, I really want to go to this. Let's make this happen. And he texted back and said, okay. And uh-huh. we went. So, um, Yo, you know, Dominic. I, yeah, he was awesome. And he's, you know, he's just been amazing. So, you know, it was, it was important to me to go and, 
Um, and just it was just very, very important to know that I would be able to meet everybody that looked like me and, and meet all these people that I had met on Facebook and, you know, and to yeah. hear some of the doctor's views and just try to and make a difference. So something that yeah. was given to me by the grace of God and know that I can make a difference with it. When you called inquiring, right away in my spirit I got a message. It was clear. This is one of my speakers. How did you feel about that call? When you called me and told told me I wanted when you said do you want to speak, I like yep. <laughs> I was completely um I think I was bawling immediately. <laughs> I was I was flabbergasted. I was I was just absolutely excited when you when you did that. So um I, I just there's there was so much in me that I wanted to get out and to be have that to have that opportunity was just it was such a blessing and I was I am so thankful for you to let me to do to let me do that. It uh, it seriously had changed my life and it was one of the aside from having a baby and getting married yeah. <laughs> it was the greatest moment of my life. It really, really was. I, I can never I, I you know, I'm babbling because I can't put it into words, but it just it was the greatest moment of my life. It really was. I tell you. When I hear something in my heart and I hear something confirmed in my head, I move on it. And that's the feeling I got when I connected with you and when I connected with Alicia in in uh, Montreal, Canada. Instantly, mm-hmm. I felt and I wrote it on paper. Here are my speakers. And I tell you, if, if I remember nothing else, I commend your speech. But when you left us with the tagline, Look how far I've come. That's just not for you. That was not for you. That was for all of us. That was for me. Mm-hmm. That yep. Look how far you've come. And you said that, like, after every sentence, I was, my, knee, my knees were gone. Midpoint, my <laughs> so knees were mine. gone. Oh, my gosh. Impactful, you know, I was, I was powerful. I was, I was laying in bed one night, and I was thinking what, and that is the line that came to me. Like, look how far we've come. Look how far I've come. And that just kept going over and over in my mind. And the next night I sat down after supper and I started writing. And it took me five, ten minutes to write that speech. Like, it just flowed. It just flowed. It was was easy to just, yeah. And so. Totally proud of you. Totally proud of you. (laughs) Thank you. Let me tell you. And I haven't done a speech since junior high, so. Oh, my gosh. You you blew it. You blew it up. You blew it up. And we're so, so proud. Listen, you come along now, and now you've started with friends. Officially, tell us about your meeting today. Officially kicked yep. off today. Vit okay, friends, yeah, there, there was Vit Friends Minnesota. So we uh, we had a, uh, Angela and Tiffany, hey, girls, if you're listening, um, sat down, um, and some of their family, and Dominic came with me, and um, I just wanted like an initial planning, like okay, guys, yeah. we got we are now a official chapter. What next? What can we do next? So our first order of business was to to plan a fun family gathering. So we've already set the yeah. date. It's September 18th. Um, I have it on our Minnesota page. So September 18th from 1 to 4 p.m. We figured we'd just do like a fun little snack potluck. Um, we don't know where yet. We're gonna Angela's yeah. gonna try to find a venue we could have it at, even if that's a park. But just something as a fun gathering, just something nice, casual. Bring the family, bring the friends, um, just to show support of it, friends. So 
And then we, we're going to try to make sure we're planning some kind of activity or get-together maybe once a month, maybe every other month. Um, we're not sure yet. Um, and just, just the initial planning stages. And then um, reaching out to um, – we're trying to find all the dermatology offices in the area, mm-hmm. um, all of counselor offices, churches, yeah. um, anything that we can find. Because, honestly, I haven't tapped into the Minneapolis or St. Paul markets and that's huge. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've I've found ten people in my little area alone, of like maybe yeah. twelve thousand people. So if I can wow. find ten people out of twelve thousand, what am I going to find in the four million person area? So yeah, um, that's kind of our goal is we're trying to find where else we can reach out and find these people. So um, I, I, I know they're out the there. New, <laughs> I keep telling all the new groups tap into your local libraries. They're free of charge to groups like ours, and so most of our groups right now, um, we're meeting in libraries. Okay. New York, um, Boston, um, Indianapolis, uh, Washington, D.C., we'll be meeting in libraries. Yeah, get, go after the libraries. They can't say no. Okay. They're open to the general public. We're going to open okay. the last 10 minutes of this line. So if you want to call us to say hi, ask any questions of us, again, our number here is for the next uh, nine minutes. Three four seven nine three four zero nine one eight, and so call us. Let us hear your voice. We'd love to. Um, if any of those new ladies that we, um, um, Angela and you know, just call us. Tiffany. Hi, we'd love to hear from <laughs> Tiffany. Yes. Um, so, what's your message? If if someone was diagnosed today in Minnesota, what would be your message to that person? I think you uh, have my message go, is don't go hiding. Go ahead. Don't go hiding. Exactly. Reach out to yeah. to us. Um, reach out to somebody that can offer support, even if it's just one person that you meet that has it. Um, mm-hmm. As long as you have somebody, because I think if you don't reach out, depression is going to set in. I mean, uh, you know, it, it's inevitable. Your your body is changing before your eyes. You need yeah. to have support. And 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 yeah. not nobody else will understand that besides somebody with city LIGO. You know they just won't. They can offer support. They can offer a, a lend, you know, an ear, a hug, or but nobody will understand what you're going through besides somebody else with city LIGO. They just the support groups are so important, so important, very important. And so they, if you're out there and you'd like to connect with Minnesota or any other state, you can uh, visit our website www.bitfriends.org um, and there's a list of um, support groups where they are located. We're looking to do Florida and Colorado might be next. Um, so we're looking to set up groups where people can tap in, connect with other people like Alicia is saying, like-minded, they understand what you're going through, they can walk this journey with you. Um, if you'd like to call us each of the states now have um, an extension. Uh, call us at 844-374-3639. Again, 844-374-3639. It's a um, number to contact and reach out to any of us. So what's the next step? I know you're hoping to connect with dermatologists. You're hoping to do an outreach. But um, as far as um, enlarging your group, you're saying you're hoping to go into the next 
is that the next town over? Well, just into the actual the cities. I'm in a smaller town south of the Twin Cities, okay. and okay. and our goal is to get into the Twin Cities. So that's why having Angela and Tiffany is is kind of crucial because they both live up there. So um, and that's why I'm hoping they can find Angela has the awesome ability. She works in 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 some malls in the area, so she will see a lot of people. So. Um, and she's already, and now we've we've armed them with the business cards and the brochures. So now that's something that we can hand out. And I've, um, uh, you know, I've had friends of mine that see people now, and and they're like, oh, give me some business cards so I can hand those out. So, um, you know, and not being afraid to approach people that have vitiligo in a in a nice way, of course. But, um, yeah, that's that's what's important to us is just just reaching out to people. So. Um, we're, we're going to, yeah, yep, exactly. So we'll see what happens. One of the questions that people, yes, definitely. One of the questions that people tend to ask is, okay, I have your business cards from Minnesota. I have your brochures, but I don't have vitiligo. What do I say say to me if I were to stumble upon you and I'm, I have vitiligo, you don't have vitiligo. You walking up to me and saying, listen, uh, looks like you have vitiligo and I have a friend. Mm-hmm. But I know someone that has vitiligo, and I am a part of that group. You're letting the person, you're putting it on you that you're familiar with this, you're yeah. a part of it. It immediately lightens that person's um, soul, if you will. That, oh my God, this person knows of my, you know, what I'm going through. I think it, it's an easy approach um, rather than saying saying something off the wall. Just to put it right. on you to say, I know what it is, and I have friends, or I'm a part of a group that that um, you know in Minnesota that's meeting people with this condition. So some techniques that we have to use to make it easy on folks and not to run people away. Um, we yeah. have a difficult time attracting men, so you might experience some of that. Men with vitiligo, no, they're not coming to meetings, so that's a difficult <laughs> piece for us. Yeah, we don't yep. know why, but you know, I applaud you what you're doing. It's it's a lot of work, but we see your heart, we see your passion. We so we were honored to have you with us in DC, and just from being around you, I know that this is something you really have a heart for doing. It's the drawing in those people and sharing hope. There's people out there who are really suffering. You and I might be yeah. over that hurdle, but there are people out there suffering. Definitely. And so we're important. We're needed right now. So I thank you for this time. Sharing a little bit of your story so that somebody and everybody can always go back. If they weren't able to to listen to it today, they can go back and listen to it tomorrow. So, Alicia, I thank you for your time. Thank you for spending this 30 minutes with me. It goes by so fast. Please give Dominic Dominic our love. And we'll do this again, or we'll set it up so that you can interview one of your girls sometime real soon. All right? Great, great idea. All right, thank you thank so much. Thank you so much. Thanks, everybody, God for bless. listening. God Have bless you. Week. Thank you. All right. You too. Bye now. Bye. There you have it, everybody. That was Alicia out of Minneapolis, Minnesota. And what a wonderful young woman um, we met in D.C. and instantly uh, there was a bond um, created, and so we're just pleased to have her. 
along with her wonderful husband, Dominic, leading the charge for us there in Minnesota. Listen, we're out here. There's much work to be done, and Bit Friends have picked up the mantle, picked up the challenge. It's the task. Picked up the task, but we're going to serve the vitiligo community as best we can. We don't have all the answers. We don't know it all. But our mission and our goal is to create a way and a place and a home for folks that need to be connected with others like themselves. I had the amazing opportunity yesterday to attend the uh, American um, Academy of Dermatology here in Boston, hundreds and hundreds of dermatologists. And I had the opportunity to share with them my personal journey and my um, the other piece was to share with them the need, the necessity of support groups. We encourage you to write us. We're at support at bitfriends.org. Or call us. Our number is available to you 24-7, uh, 844-374-3639. If we can answer any questions for you, if we can help in any way, you can find BitFriends on Facebook, Twitter, or www.bitfriends.org. We'd love to hear from you. We'd love to hear your heart, to know how you can help us, uh, share an insight, financial help. It's all needed. All of it is needed. So we thank you for your time. We thank you for listening to us today. We'll be back with you in another couple of days. God bless.